Thank you, Yoni. So usually when I do my interviews, I'm sitting one-on-one with someone. But today, I'm actually out in the Jerusalem hills in Kibbutz Tsuba. And I have the pleasure of sitting with Tal, the manager of Galita here, Paul, the manager of the Tsuba Winery, Yaron, the manager of Kef Tsuba, and Yarit, the marketing manager who put this all together. So welcome to uh, our interview. Um, I'm going to let them talk a little bit about the history of the kibbutz and why it's such an important place for tourists to know about. So we're going to start with Paul, because he has a great South African accent, and he's going to tell us a little bit about the kibbutz, and it's actually not really even called Kibbutz Suba. Tell us about it. First of all, we called Palmach Tsuba. Uh, the kibbutz was established in 1948 by the unit of the Palmach um, in the beginning of the State of Israel. Uh, it's still a kibbutz today. It's a communal kibbutz. It's one of the few communal kibbutzes that are left. Um, we have agriculture, we have industry, uh, we have a hotel, we have the winery, we have the chocolate factory, and obviously the winery, uh, Um And food. We have meals on the uh, meals. They have a great Friday brunch, actually. I've been here, and you're sitting on the balcony overlooking the hills of Jerusalem with a beautiful Mediterranean um, buffet, and it's, it's a, a, definitely something I recommend to all the listeners. So tell us a little bit about how, maybe Tal, start a little bit about how did Suba get involved in tourism? Well, that's going back, back um, years ago. I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, we decided it's uh, one of um, the kibbutz advantages is um, the area we live in, the climate, and we don't we we don't have a large fields of uh, agriculture, so we decided we were thinking how to to make our um, make use of it make use of it, and that's how uh, the uh, how is the tourism start? It starts actually with um, small small place that grew uh, animals. And, uh, what type of animals did you used to have here? Was it cows? Uh, no, no, no. It's a sitting zoo. It's like a, it's oh, a, a petting zoo. Is that the beginning of Keftuba? Was a petting zoo. The beginning of tourism on Tsuba. And now today, um, many of the tourists don't know that the main Jerusalem amusement park is actually based here, Keftuba, which is about a 15, 20-minute drive outside Jerusalem, between Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, in a, a beautiful setting. And maybe Aaron can tell us a little bit about what types of rides you have and who your visitors are. Uh, we have visitors from all over the country. Uh, some people drive something like 15 or 20 minutes, and uh, other people, they can drive two hours to Kiftuba. They come from all over the country. Uh, we have uh, many groups from schools, Jewish school, Christian, Muslims. Uh, that's something that's really unique about Keftsuba is often I'll come with my kids and you'll see there'll be Arab children, Haredi children, Dati Lumi children, Chiloni children, all playing together. Yeah. And it's actually a really beautiful thing to see everyone like on the bumper cars or in the uh, floating boats. Uh, we have a lot of rides. It's in, in five years, we, buy, we bought uh, five uh, rides, new rides from Italy. The best rides in the market, the rides, it's... Uh, I know I've seen there's a roller coaster for little kids. A family coaster. And a pirate ship. Yep. And a carousel and jumpy castles and laser tag. And do you still have that indoor, that indoor space? What do you have in there? 
Is that laser tag in there? No, it's not laser tag. We have uh, you you shoot uh, balls, sponge ball, uh, balls. So it's like paintball without the paint, yeah. with the foam balls. It's even softer. Yeah. We have coin machines, cafeteria to eat. And there's actually, it's a good place to come even on a rainy day. Um, first of all, I should mention that they're open during school vacations, Israeli school vacations, mm-hmm. and the summer, which is July and August. Um, during the week, in general, they're not open unless there's a special event, but they're always available. You know, you should speak to them if you want to plan some kind of um, special family event here. Um, let's hear a little bit about the winery because it's not, Suba is not just for kids. It's also for adults. And tell us a little bit about the tours and workshops you offer. Okay, first of all, as the winery, um, we do a couple of tours. We have our special tour, which is on Fridays, where what we'll do is we go for a tour in the winery. Uh, we do a tour in the vineyards. We've also got ancient wine presses from First Temple. Uh, and then they go and have a nice brunch on our balcony. Um, besides that, we have tours every single day from 8 till 4, where you have to book in advance. Uh, where you'll come to the winery, you'll get an explanation in the winery, and then we'll sit down and we'll taste four different wines. Uh, If you haven't booked a tour, anyone who does come to the winery will get a tasting, because we are open every day from 8 till 4, and on Fridays till 2 o'clock. As far as our winery is concerned, our winery was established in 2005, but our vineyards were established in 1996. You were one of the people who first planted the vineyards, right? Correct. I established the vineyards in 96, grew them up until 2007. In 2007, I joined into the winery, and I've been there ever since. And are, what type of wines do you specialize in? Uh, well, obviously, we've got our varieties. We make two different white wines. We make a Chardonnay, and we make a Semillon Sauvignon blend. And then in reds, we've got a Syrah, Cabernet, Merlot, and obviously a Bordeaux blend, which is our flagship wine. Uh, we do make desserts which we sell only at the winery. And could families come together, like uh, adults and children? Will children still appreciate the, you know, the tours, even though they're not drinking the wine? Uh, yes. I'd say children can appreciate I wouldn't say it's the main thing for children, but the advantage is that parents can drop them off at a chocolate factory and come <laughs> do a tasting, or they can drop them off at Kiftsuba and come do a tasting. So there's always something to do for the whole family. Perfect. So chocolate, I'm definitely a maven on, and I can tell you that Galita's chocolate is delicious. So Tal, tell us a little bit about the different workshops you offer there. Well, we have a few um, chocolate workshops, but I just want to, uh, to say that the wine, uh, they just, Paul, they just got... Um, uh, um, an award? An award. Two awards. Oh, which awards did we you receive? We just won a gold medal on our Chardonnay in Terravino, which is a, the international wine competition, and a silver medal on our Mitsuda, which is our Bordeaux blend. Oh, fabulous. That's great. Do you have signs up in the winery? You've got to put up some signs letting people know. Okay, great. And tell us a little bit about the chocolates. And and so you can find the winery also at the hotels and also at Galita. You can buy the wine if you want to buy them without the tasting. Um, We have um, many varieties of chocolate workshop. We have... um, babies two and a half years old up until babies 120 years old i would say actually that's one of the things i love about it because it's really hard to find an activity for a whole family and galita works you could sit at the same table and a two-year-old can paint a bar of chocolate and the 50 year old can make really intricate pralines so it's great yes we also combine 
um, the Galita workshop is all the kibbutz activity, the tourism activity uh, with wine or, the, or uh, uh, with the amusing park or just to eat in the, in the kibbutz. We have many, many varieties of uh, uh, way to spend your time and your money in uh, our kibbutz. So I, just to, to summarize a little bit, because we've, we've mentioned so many different things here. At Suba, you can, go, you can do hands-on chocolate workshops at Galita, which, by the way, is now Mahadrin. So it's really open to everyone. Um, you could do wine tours, wine tasting, hikes in the vineyard. You can visit Kiftsuba with your kids. You can stay at the hotel, which is actually a great place for like a family bar mitzvah or when large family groups want to get together. In the summer, it has a gorgeous large pool. And on Fridays, they offer um, a brunch and hikes. Saturdays, they also offer some hikes. So if anyone wants to get in touch with Tsuba, the best way to reach them is Tsuba, T-Z-U-B-A, at funinjerusalem.com. And I have to say that I work with many people in tourism, and I love working with the people at Tsuba because they're very flexible and creative. So if you've got an event or you have something you want to figure out how you can mix together the winery, the chocolate, the amusement park, they're going to come up with some great ideas. So thank you all for sitting with me. I just want to add that the hike on, the hike on Saturdays, it's inside the Eruv area. It's oh, that's good to know. The hike on Saturdays is inside the Eruv, and it's got gorgeous, absolutely beautiful views. Views. For that, you're going to have to check out our blog post where we'll put up some pictures of all the different things that we spoke about today. All right, now back to you, Yoni.